One day, I decided to ask myself, could I break five minutes in the mile? At age 30, could I return to the sport of track and go after my unmet goal of breaking five minutes? Was my body capable of this? Was my mind capable of this? And most importantly, was my spirit capable of pushing through the ups and downs to find the answer? You are listening to Breaking Five, a running podcast, where we search for this answer as well as yours for achieving your Breaking Five moment, whatever that may be for you. We will gain inspiration and knowledge from others who have achieved their Breaking Five moment, those working towards theirs, as well as those who have helped the athletes along the way. I'm your host, Kristen Schultz, physical therapist, runner, and running coach. Let's run full force towards our wildest dreams and take a listen to today's episode. All right. I am so excited for you guys to get to hear today's episode. Today, you're going to get to hear, well, first off, you're going to get to hear a breaking five moment. So stay tuned. I wait. We waited till the end to share it too, though. You have to stay tuned. But today I am talking with Anthony Pavlich. He is a physical therapist and running coach, as well as strength coach. And he has a sprinting background. You're going to get to hear a story in this episode, but he has a sprinting background and decided that his 2020 fitness goal was to break five minutes in the mile. Um, super awesome episode. It was really fun to hear his story of, well, I won't give it away, but let's find out if he breaks five, but you're gonna have to stay tuned and super excited for you guys to hear from him and we will catch you inside the episode. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. I'm here today with Anthony Pavlich. Anthony is a physical therapist and running coach, and he has a background actually in sprints and hurdles in college, but he is coming here today to share a Breaking Five moment with us. He'll share about it, but he went, um, he decided he wanted to try to break five. He, you know, was a uh, a sprinter naturally, but decided to switch to, you know, you know, the mile is a little bit of sprinting, but you need a little more distance. So um, anyways, he's going to share his experience on that along with some other things. But Anthony, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm super excited to hear your story because I haven't really heard it yet. And yeah, thanks for being here. <laughs> thanks for having me, Chris. I'm excited, excited to share about it. Yeah, it'll be awesome. So um, if you don't mind sharing a little bit with our audience first, um, I mean, I shared with them that you're a physical therapist, but share a little bit about your background with, um, I guess your athletic background and your experience with, with sprinting in high school and college, I assume, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I, uh, I joined track in high school, um, not of my own will. Um, I wanted to grow up playing football, but, uh, I'm a, I'm a little too uh, small. I'm like 6'3 and 160 pounds. So uh, I had four broken bones in my freshman year oh, no. in high school. So my parents said, no more football. Oh, no. You got to do track. It's a non-contact sport. <laughs> um, that's also where I got introduced to physical therapy originally because I had a lot of it that year. So that's when I kind of oh, decided I wanted okay. to be a physical therapist. We'll have to ask you about that. That's, that's yeah. interesting. So after that, I joined track. Uh, I was the slowest sprinter on the team my freshman year, but had a great coach and just kind of worked at it. So did the mid-distance events. So I did the 400 meters and then I also did the intermediate hurdles. So in Texas, it's the 300 meter hurdles. Um, So went from my slowest my freshman year to the fastest by my senior year of high school. Uh, So some good coaching and a lot of hard work. And then I was able to walk on to the Northeastern University track program in college. So that's a division one program. And I ran the uh, 400 meters and the 400 meter hurdles there 
Uh, so the worst events, if, if you know track, it's, it's <laughs> all pain and just, and just pure pain for yes. 60 seconds, 50 seconds. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's a lot of mental, um, but it was great, great experience there. Yeah, I've never, I mean, I've never, I mean, I've done the 400 meter, obviously, like they'll, they'll put you in that. If, I should say four by four, a lot different there. But so, I've, you know, I've sprinted a 400 before, but never to train for it. But I, I know I followed some stuff and I have a good friend that's a track coach on like how to run a 400 well. And yeah, anyways, I feel like that would be hard. Do you think the 400 meter is harder than the 800? I don't know if you did that. I've done both. I've done both. Did? Okay. Um, okay. So. <laughs> No, I think the 800 is harder. I think okay, the 400 meter hurdles, though, are harder than the 800. Okay. okay. When you add 10 hurdles in there, it, it trumps everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel like I, I know a lot of people will refer to that as one of like the hardest events, I feel like, in track. Would yeah. you say? Yeah, yeah 400 meter hurdles. So it's... No, it's, <laughs> I did the steeplechase in college. So, I mean, I could have, they could have put that me is, in 400 meters hurdles. It's the same height. It's the same height. Yeah, that's <laughs> just as tough. I'll, I'll give that one as we, being one of the toughest events as well. <laughs> it's fun, though. Shoot, I should have tried that back then. And right now I can't do it. I can't even walk. So there's no uh, hopping over hurdles. Maybe some days I'll go enter a, a master's event and try that out. Um, super cool. Cool. I didn't even know that that part of your history of like, being injured, all that kind of stuff. So, and how cool that you like were the slowest sprinter. And then you obviously got to the fastest by your senior year. So did you go to, wait, did you grow up in Texas then? or were you- I grew up in Texas. Yep. Okay. Yep. Grew okay. up in Texas, went to college in Boston. Okay. That's what I was going to ask then too. Okay. So you, have you been in Boston for a while then? Yeah. Almost okay. eight years. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So you, um, did you end up going to state like, you know, or what? Um, so I made it to probably, I think regionals is what they call okay. it, um, in Texas. And then in, in college, we actually won our conference for the first time, um, while I was there. Okay. So that was our first awesome. time to win our conference championship. So that awesome. was an unbelievable moment as well. That's cool. And I'm sure Texas, I would assume is pretty competitive as far extremely. as extremely like making it all the way to state. It's probably yeah, like, I mean, it's always like, <laughs> it's always so different. Like, Oh, did you go like, how far did you make it? It all depends on like, what division were you in? Like say like, you know, division one in Wisconsin, that's what I was. It was a lot different than if you're division three and like um, up in, Oh, fun fact up in North Dakota. I lived up there for a few years and I coached up there. Like everyone goes to state. Like you, you it's not like you qualify for state. Everyone goes to state. <laughs> so it's like for cross country. So anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. Fun fact. But cool. So you get to this like really competitive level. And then what made you decide to go on and run in college? Like, you know, um, obviously you like you wanted to play football, couldn't do that because your parents were like, no, you're gonna injure. Now you're doing track. Like I hate you hated it. Didn't you say you didn't like it at first? Or yeah, I did not like it it at first. So why Um, would you decide to go run in college? (laughs) I think it got to a point where I got good at it. Okay. I, I started to have some success and I was like, I could actually be really good at this. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, let me, I had talked to the coach ahead of time. She was like, give it, you know, give it a try, try and walk on. Um, so then I was able to walk on and then just being part of a team, having that, you know, kind of that accountability and something to shoot for, Yeah. uh, was super important those first few years of college. And I, I loved it. I enjoyed every second of it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I know like for me, I feel like I just love having a team or having, I don't know, that's always been part of my life. So like, yeah, um, being able to go on and do that for four more years. It's awesome. Um, And you went to, you said Northeast. Yep. Northeastern. Northeastern. Gotcha. Okay. I I thought before I missed, like it was like Northeast something and okay. Northeastern. (laughs) And that was D1. Um, D1. 
so also props for going to going D one, like I'm walking on, I feel like I'm just thinking like my own history. Like I went D two and there's a couple of schools I was thinking about wa- walking on D one. Um, but where my mindset was at that point, I was like, I wanted scholarship and two, I wanted to make sure I could run for sure. But sometimes I wonder what would have happened if I actually went, you know, D one and been put myself around, um, you know, even higher caliber of athletes and stuff like right, that. Right. Yeah. But, it's, it's intense competition for sure. Yeah. So you walk on, you make it. How was, if you don't mind, I'm just going to ask about this because I think this is yeah, interesting. Um, how was your, um, how was your experience as a, as a college athlete? Did you walk on? Were you the slowest again? Were you like middle of the pack? Where were you at there? Uh, no, because at this point I had uh, developed enough that uh, I was right, right in the middle there. Yeah. Um, and still, I still had a lot of growth to do because I just really started, you know, being very serious, probably my junior, senior year of high school. Okay. Um, so I was just kind of starting to get into it. Right. So I had, uh, I had a lot of development to go. I had really never done any kind of, you know, strength or weight training. Um, I'd just done running. So when that program was kind of added on in college, I just kept getting better and better. So the, by the time I was, it was competitive season, I had improved enough and I was also doing the 400 meter hurdles. And I think we only had one other, one other person who did that. Um, so I just kind of picked the worst events that no one wants to do. And the competition <laughs> just kind of like, <laughs> it's not as intense. It goes down then not so many people want to do that. <laughs> so what is it? I don't even know. It's, this isn't something, you know, I've done a lot. Like, what does it take to train for the 400 meter hurdles? What does that look like? Yeah. So it's a, it's a combination of, it's a lot of you know, you obviously have to have the speed. So you do a lot of, you know, sprint training, but it's also speed endurance. So you do a lot of just sustained high effort runs and you just repeat that, you know, like 300, 350s, 400s, and you're just repeating those all out. So your body can just kind of like develop that speed endurance. Yeah. Um, But you're also doing, you need a ton of strength uh, to maintain that speed, you know, that last hundred meters. So you don't follow fit flat on your face those last two hurdles yeah. um so it's a lot of that and then it's just a lot of mental toughness is what it really comes down to so a lot of the workouts is just building that you know that mental toughness that fortitude to know that like all right my legs don't want to move anymore <laughs> but they need to move and i need to get over these last two barriers to yeah. you know to win the race so it's a lot of that and then also a ton of technique right so you gotta have the technique of the hurdle so it's there's so many different yeah. things that go into it it's yeah it's a lot of work. So it's just, you know, we would always just have different parts of the season where you focus on, all right, this is our technique part. All right. This is just, we're just working on speed. This is where, all right, we're just working on, you know, going all out as fast as you can for as long as you can and just sustain that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I think, um, I never thought about it that much, but like, that would be, I feel like that'd be a fun event to do if I was a sprinter in the sense of it gives you a lot to focus on. It's not like, and I mean, anyone listening to any training, like even distance running, people think, Oh, all you do is run. No, there's a lot more to yeah, it right. than just exactly. running, exactly. you know, same thing with hurdles. It's not, Oh, it's not just, I mean, obviously there, you could assume there's technique and there's sprinting, but like, there's even more to it than just that. So since I've never really ran the 400 meter hurdles, I'm just curious now, since we're on this, what, <laughs> you know, you were saying like at the end of like the last two hurdles, you have to have like that mental toughness to get, to get over. Like, what does a normal race feel like? Like, where is it like you hit here and you just want to like, you're gonna fall flat on your face or like what yeah what does it feel like <laughs> yeah so when you get out the start you're just trying to get as fast as you can so the, um, the unique thing with the hurdles races is that you count your steps to every hurdle okay. so there's a certain number of steps so you land on the right foot so that you can go over with what we call your lead leg or your trail leg yeah um so when you on the start you just want to make sure your steps are on 
because you don't want to mess that up right off the bat. Then, you know, once you get around that first curve, you're on the back stretch, you're now you're just holding on, um, trying to, again, trying to keep your steps. Once you hit that back corner, all bets are off. <laughs> your steps may be on, your steps may be off. You're just trying to get over the hurdle. And then once you're on that last hundred, you're just trying to finish. So lactic acid, completely locked legs. You're just trying to stay up tall, get over those hurdles, maintain good form you know, pumping those arms, driving those knees as much as you can. Um, and then once you go over the last hurdle, it's like 40, I think it's like 40 meters to the finish line, which is like the longest 40 meters in your life. But you so do it then, all the time. It's not just <laughs> one time. <laughs> exactly. So that last one, so you get over that and then you're just, you're, you're finishing. Is there any, um, and my, my friend, if, and if anyone knows Fallon Heading, so she's a good friend of mine and business owner. I don't know if you know her, she's a PT, um, but she, she works with track athletes. So I know she's done some videos on like, how to run different, you know, um, sprinting race. So I'm just thinking of her asking this question. Um, I, you pretty much just des- described it, I think, but I was just going to say, is there any like technique to running a good, you know, 400 meters or 400 meter hurdles? Yeah. So the goal is you get out fast, you kind of relax on the back stretch, the second hundred meters. And then the third hundred meters, that's your attack point. Pretty much the kind of the rule of thumb is that when you get to high level track is coming off the last turn, whatever the ranking is of people, that's probably how it's going to end up. Like okay. you're not going to gain ground that last okay. hundred meters. Typically, okay. if, if you're elite and running like a, a, pretty much everyone runs the race the same way. Okay. Um, so that last, that third hundred meters is your chance to kind of make up ground and kind of set gotcha. yourself up. Gotcha. And then coming off that last turn, you're just trying to maintain that. You're just holding um, on as much. Yeah. So everyone's just kind of in the same boat holding on every now and then you might get someone who just, you know, gets a little bit more of a, you know, wind or yeah. the clear hurdle just perfectly. So okay. then they can, you know, change some positioning there, but that's just kind of the, the idea is known. Yeah. Is it, have you ever like won it or advanced in the last hundred? Has it ever, did it ever happen? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it never <laughs> not, happened. Not, okay. not at the college level. Not at the okay. College level. Okay. That's cool. I don't know why, like, this was interesting. I hope anyone listening, this is interesting for you too. I don't know why I never thought to like, I mean, I guess I was young and whatever, but when I was in college, like ask the different events, just like, I didn't think much of it. I'm like, okay, they're just going over hurdles and stuff. I didn't think to ask them like what it's actually like and what they're focusing on, but that's super cool. Awesome. So you had a pretty successful college career. It sounds like anything that like stood out or any, like, did you have any like one moment that was like your, you know, most awesome race or like just, yeah, anything that really stood out in college? Uh, there was a couple, obviously winning, winning the conference championship was huge. I also did the four by four relay. Okay. Um, and that was, there was a couple times where I, I was able to, what we call walking someone down. So pass them on that, on that last, that last turn coming okay. <laughs> down winning. It's different on the relays, but, uh, there was a couple of times where, you know, I walked someone down and, and, you know, got first place for the team. So that you can't really beat that. Right. Um, on the relays, that's, that's pretty unbelievable, but, uh, yeah, just competing at, at, you know, in a conference meet, being able to score points for the team and end up for, you know, a team championship is, is the best. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. And I mean, at that level too. And yeah, and the four by four is just such an awesome, it's so, so high energy. Like it's, as high far energy. As, it's the last event, every yes. track meet, it's, it's everyone's the, screaming, yep. you get a little bit of a head start. It's, it's the only 400 that I feel like doesn't actually hurt that bad, <laughs> in my opinion. So yeah, it's, it's funny how you can just like feel it. Like I've even talking about it. I'm just like, oh yeah, the four by four, like <laughs> every team and like, cause yeah, it's the last event. And then you also have, I feel like so, you're going to, sometimes you do have some of like the, depending but you might have some of the distance runner mid distance right, come down exactly for it. You do. yeah so you have kind of the whole team coming. there it's not just right. the sprinters there or just the distance runners carrying right. out this event like everyone yeah. 
cares about four by four. So it's right. kind of cool. Yeah. It's a great, great event. Well, man, this is making me want to sprint <laughs> and I am so far away from sprinting. <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe, maybe in March, I don't even know, but well, that was fun to talk about. Um, let's see. I guess I like to ask anyone that comes on that I ran in college too, just because obviously you alluded that it was a great experience. You know, you loved it. Anyone that's listening that's, you know, younger and because I do have a few listeners that are younger, um, you know, looking to go on to, to run in college, whether it's distance, you know, track, whatever, any tips that you have for them and or any like you should definitely do it or don't do it that you advice you have for anyone looking to do that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is how much work it is. It's a, okay. it's a yeah. lot of work because going from, you know, the high school level to the college level, like it's it goes from, you know, you just maybe do it after school every day to like you're you have lift in the morning, you got practice in the afternoon, you might have another practice at another time uh, specific to what depending on what event, like you might have a technical one practice you might have just a workout and then you might have your lift so i mean it ends up being a ton of time so i always tell people i get this question a lot too and i always tell people like what's your what's your goal like is is your goal to be uh just the best student at your school um because it's really hard to be the best student yeah. and the best <laughs> athlete like what's your goal yeah. are you do you want to be okay at both or do you want to you know excel at the athlete you know right. and and that kind of like guide the decision yeah. Um, cause people, you know, sometimes like, Oh, what's the difference between division one, you know, division two, II, division three. And besides obviously just, you know, the level of competition is a little bit different from what I, what I've heard and talking to people and my friends is the time commitment is a little bit less at those, at those levels. Yeah. Division one, you're probably going to be traveling a lot for your track meets. Uh, you might travel out of state. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things that you didn't think about, like, Oh, I have to make up a test or a midterm or a final, which is our conference meet was always around our finals. So we'd be taking yeah. <laughs> our finals in between, you know, on our meet days. So it's <laughs> those things you aren't really the things that you think about, but those are the things that make a, a big difference. But for anyone who was asking, I always encourage them. I think it's, you know, one of the best decisions that I made. Um, and it just develops such, such good work ethic. And mm-hmm. people just love to see that. I've just found, especially if, especially if you're going into like the uh, sports medicine or physiotherapy or any of that world, yep. like people want to see that you either competed, you know, that you competed in college athletics. It's just, yeah, I don't know why there's such a high bias towards that, but there is. Uh, right. And whenever anyone sees that on a resume or you comes up in an interview or anything, everyone's like, wow, that's awesome. You know, tell me yeah. more about it. This is great. You just kind of elevate your, your candidacy. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's a little bit because it like, I mean, it shows, okay, time commitment wise, okay, you obviously got through, you know, college and you were an athlete and you're still meeting these requirements. Like, let's say you're applying to PT school. So, I mean, it adds to that, but also just gives another you're not just all about one thing, right? You weren't just all about school. So you do other things in your life too, which is, there's other ways to do it too, but I would guess that might be part of it. But mm-hmm. no, I'm always on the same page. Like to me, it's like a no brainer. Like if it's something you want to do, but I, like to go on and, you know, if that's something you want to do, do it in college. But I do know people that doesn't work out for. And, you know, I think that just comes down to like, you were saying, what are your goals? And like, yeah, if your goal is to be the, you know, the best student and you want to be involved in some other club or some other interests, like the time commitment might, you know, you might not enjoy that, but mm-hmm. if you love, and if you love it, like you gotta love it. Like I always, I mean, I feel like I could have played any sport too. And I just would have loved it. Cause I just love any sport and being around people and everything, but yeah, it's not necessarily for everyone, but right, it's right. always good to hear when, yeah, someone's had a successful experience with it and everything. 
So thank you for sharing on that. Can we go back to your injuries in football? Just because, you know, we have, we have runners, but we have, you know, PTs, um, mm-hmm. business owners that listen to this too. And just curious to know, like, if this was kind of your avenue of getting into PT a little bit, describe what happened, I guess, with your freshman year in, in football and everything. Yeah. So they were all, um, non-contact injuries, surprisingly. One, I was, I just, uh, we were doing a drill. I slipped, put my hand down, um, tore, tore one of the ligaments in my thumb and broke it. So I had to have a surgery on that. Um, and then that was fine. Rehab that came back the day I came back, um, went to go catch a pass, jumped up, landed on my wrist on that same hand, probably didn't do enough strengthening, fractured my wrist in three places, oh, no. my scaphoid had surgery on oh, that, man. put a screw in that. And then also during that same football season, I had a, an avulsion fracture in my shoulder. Um, so I was in a sling for a little bit then too. So jeez. <laughs> okay. So you <laughs> yeah. got, you got some good injuries to, do you enjoy treating upper extremities because of that? Or, <laughs> um, I can relate when I see those injuries. I'm like, oh man, I remember this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, definitely can relate. Yeah. And then you, you've worked with a lot of like a variety of athletes, right? It's not just runners necessarily. Yeah. I've worked with everyone, uh, pretty much every sport um, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, a lot of hockey. So a lot of runners kind of, kind of seen it all. Yeah. Yeah. And you mind sharing with our audience a little bit of like where you were just working. And I know you're in transition. You're about to go, you're moving. He's moving <laughs> as, he, not <laughs> as he's recording this episode, but he's about to be moving, yep. but, um, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So, uh, I've, I had a great, uh, some great opportunities that, uh, I happened to, um, get the opportunity to partake in, uh, in college. One of my clinical rotations was with the Indiana Pacers, um, the NBA basketball team. Um, so that was, that was a great opportunity, um, that Northeastern just has that, uh, connection set up. So I got that opportunity. Um, so I was with them for a season, um, finished out my season with them as like a, it was a clinical rotation, but also a little bit as an internship. Uh, so that was great. Got some, you know, pro basketball experience, which, is super cool. Yeah. It doesn't, <laughs> yeah. doesn't happen to everyone, uh, no. especially a clinical student, but no. um, that was really cool to kind of dive into that. And then coming out of, uh, coming out of that, I got this opportunity uh, to work at TV 12 sports, um, which is Tom Brady's um, lifestyle brand, but also they have uh, clinics in uh, Boston, Foxborough, Tampa Bay. Um, so I worked in the Boston location, uh, which was a great opportunity. So it's, it's one-on-one um, treatments. Um, we were all termed, we're all termed, we were termed, uh, body coaches. Uh, so actually yesterday was my last day there, but, um, <laughs> it was an unbelievable experience. We're all leaving on good terms. I'm just going back to Texas where it's warm and, um, my family. <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, so I got some opportunity to work with, uh, professional athletes, college athletes at all different levels, um, rehabbing from injuries, doing some strength and conditioning, um, and then obviously we have the Boston marathon. We were right at located right at the finish line. So we got a lot of runners in, um, we were super excited. We still haven't had a Boston marathon cause it's been postponed, um, uh, a couple of times, but, um, we had a lot of before, you know, before the whole pandemic, um, it was just starting, um, marathon training season. So we we're getting tons of uh, runners coming in as well, um, getting ready for the marathon. So I got the opportunity to work with them, which, which was really awesome as well. 
Yeah, no, that's awesome and cool. It seems like it's, you've had a lot of really neat experiences, it seems like, with PT and everything. Yeah, it's been great. It's been great. And I know you kind of alluded to it, but I know we had chatted a bit. Um, you told me, can you describe a little bit like at the uh, TB12, like what, um, like the holistic approach kind of it sounded like that you guys have, like, what did that look like? Yeah, so it was a holistic approach. So we're kind of looking at whole lifestyle factors. Um, all centered kind of around the term pliability, but um, what we'd look at is, you know, nutrition, hydration, um, even a little bit on the mental aspect, and then kind of what you do for your recovery and, and your workouts, kind of taking that all together and creating, you know, personalized programs. So it was, it's a cash-based, cash-based clinic. So we got, you know, an hour to work with each of our, each of our clients to really create individualized programs, which is such an advantage. And I know all the cash PTs out there are like, yes, that's the best. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But yeah, so it's, it's such a, it's such a nice advantage because you can work individually and create, you know, personalized programs and really, you know, dive into a little bit of their hydration, their nutrition, these other factors that, you know, in a traditional PT clinic, you just don't get that. You don't have the time to do that. Yeah. Um, It's not reimbursed, obviously. So it's not as encouraged, but, you know, having that opportunity to, you know, dive into each one, it really creates a nice personalized program. So that was, that was unbelievable. Um, great yeah. experiences. No, that's, awesome. that. that's so cool. And like, I don't know if I knew for sure that it was all cash based and stuff, but it's just, yeah, it gives you the opportunity. Like I even think with my current injury, it's like, all right, if like I need more than, I mean, I basically, yeah, PT would be the basics, but it's like nutrition <laughs> is important right now too. Um, mindset, like how about I had like an awful mindset? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to walk again. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, this is being a little extreme here, but just the importance like that injury is like, you know, this is holistic, you know, um, a bunch of factors in that in just a normal insurance, you know, we just, that's not to a degree we can figure it out, I guess, then we could refer here and refer there, but it's just that you can, do a lot more. I feel like when it's cash-based or you have your own business like that. So cool. Have you ever thought about doing your own cash-based since you've been, you know, exposed to it then through someone else's company? (laughs) Uh, Maybe eventually down the line, (laughs) but not, not anytime soon. (laughs) I'm not ready. I'm not ready to put in the work quite yet. (laughs) You know, it's work. It's a lot of work initially. I'm not ready for that. (laughs) (laughs) At least, you know, at least you made it. No. Uh, Is that the only place that you worked up? there in, in Boston at then yeah, or yeah cool so you've only had this the one experience and it's been that's awesome it's been great Sweet. yeah well dang that sounds like a really good experience uh well best of luck I know whenever this is released maybe you'll have you'll know where you're going in Texas and everything already but um yeah as this is we're recording this he's in the middle about to move to Texas and yeah best of luck of finding know, <laughs> wherever that. your next adventure will be with right down exactly. there but awesome. Okay. Well, I know I like to ask lots of questions. I just, I get curious and that was, no, that was all really good. Let's go into your breaking five moment, if that is okay. Yep. So Anthony had told me he was like, Hey, like I just was training to break five. You know, I was a sprinter in college. Anyways, I'm gonna let him share it, but what, like, when did, when did this start at least? Like, when did you first get this idea that like, Hey, I'm going to try to break five minutes in the, in the mile. (laughs) Yeah. So that started, that was my uh, new year's resolution this year, okay. 2020. Yeah. 2020. Hey, good yeah, year to do it. <laughs> I know. Um, every year I kind of try and set like a fitness goal for myself. And, uh, I knew I, uh, I'd already done, you know, some of the sprints. So naturally as a, you know, as a runner progresses, as a sprinter progresses, you just add distance 
just because you get a little bit slower, you try and, you know, yeah. add some distance, <laughs> you're still fast, you can, you can yes. still, you know, still compete at those levels. Um, so obviously, I'm getting a little bit older. So I wanted to add a little bit of distance. And I'm definitely not ready for anything over a 5k right now. So I was like, a mile <laughs> is next, you know, go okay. 400. Yes. I've done 800. Didn't want to do that. It's the worst <laughs> event. We already talked about that. Uh, so I was like, all right, let's do a mile. And then, you know, you always just there's always those, you know, benchmark metrics like sub five like a sub three hour marathon you yep, know there's always yep. those you know, those little yep. metrics that you gotta hit so i was like all right sub five is the metric so let's oh, let's man. see what i can do here <laughs> had you raced a mile before like i mean i'm sure you've raced i don't know in grade school always or something but had right. you done it in even like in track in college i never school? no never raced i mean we've i've had to run them and i've ran them fast before just to see you know what i wonder what my time was at. yeah um and so i'd been in the 540s Okay. Um, before, which isn't, um, I wasn't slow. Um, yeah. But that's a long way from five minutes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But <laughs> that's, that's a big way. difference. I mean, yeah. For any marathon runner out there, you might be like, that's not a big deal, but no, when it comes to the mile, like that's a lot of time. It's a long way. Yo. Uh, so I hadn't done any specific training for that. So I figured I was like, if I actually train for this, I could probably do it. Yeah. Just from having a base of speed, you know, I'm coming from, I'm a sub 50 quarter miler. So in my mind, I was like, all right, a sub five minute mile is 75 second laps. So that gives right. me like 25 second like, cushion okay. in there. Yes. So all right, maybe <laughs> I can do this. Times. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. How far removed? I mean, this is not that many months ago, but how far removed from college track were you? Like as far as like how long it had been um, since you'd race and stuff? It'd been probably three years. Okay. Years, okay. Three, four years. And you had you yeah, still been sprinting and doing something? I'd in the still, last three years? I, yeah, I'd still been running. Yeah. Okay. I'd still been training um, for different things. Okay. So I hadn't been totally off it. I hadn't been training hard, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd been staying, obviously, staying fit, running still. But sprinting? Were you doing like sprinting workouts? Oh, yeah. Or? I was doing yeah, oh, more cool. sprint okay. workouts. Yeah. Some, okay. some of the shorter distance stuff, but nothing intense. Okay. Like, anything that would make me like, want to throw up after yeah. working out yeah I wasn't yeah. doing that yeah side <laughs> note just because you weren't a sprinter in in college as a sprinter with your workouts would you like were there a lot of workouts where you just wanted to throw up after like yeah majority of the time in college yeah I was or I was you would after a workout yeah you were okay okay <laughs> <laughs> no that's interesting because so my senior year of college we had a little bit of a different approach to how we're like the mid distance runner. So I was, you know, 1500 and I did steeplechase too, but I was a little more focused on the 1500 that year. And, um, the guy that was working, writing our workouts that year, we changed things up a little bit compared to how we had done them the past years. And there was a little bit more sprinting like workouts. Like we had some like sprinting based, I would call them workouts. Like we would do three, three hundreds, like all out. And like, that was our workout, you know? And I was, you know, we used to see <laughs> yeah. sprinter workouts to be like, that's all they're doing. Okay, cool. <laughs> then we did that. But I was like, oh my gosh, this is awful. Like literally just expected that every workout I was going to feel sick and not want to work, eat anything for a while. Like just after every workout, just, you felt yeah sick for a few hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and we definitely had one workout. Like I never did puke. Like I'm pretty, <laughs> that's my thing because I'm good at like holding it down, but yeah. my two training partners, TMI guys, I don't know. I'm sharing on the podcast. I don't care. Um, maybe they'll be listening, but like one of them, one thing was coming out one end and the other one, the <laughs> something was coming out the other end. And I was like, just holding it down. Somehow I held it down, but like, this was after like three, three hundreds all out. But anyways, so like maybe I think it's like that sprinting all out that gets yeah, you a little is. bit it more. <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to breaking five. Sorry. Um, but so you decide you're going to try to break five. So 
Um, did you have a training partner at all to do this with or anything like that? Um, one of my coworkers, Sean, he wanted to, uh, we wanted to race each other. So okay. he was a decathlete <laughs> in college. Okay. I uh, went to a different school. So he had run a sub five equivalent in the 1500 because that's, okay. um, that's in the decathlon. Yep. So he had done that before. So he had obviously more experience and more, more training in that background. Right, right. So we were going to do it together. Pandemic hit and we just never really did it oh. <laughs> together. We all ended up doing it separately. Oh, man. Uh, okay. So no, I didn't, I didn't really have a training partner. Uh, I kind of okay. did it all solo. So how many months did you take to train? Then you start in January then? and uh, So it was my New Year's resolution, but I didn't start in January. A little okay. too cold um, <laughs> to get out on the track um, in Boston. So I ran a six minute mile on my birthday in February. Okay. That was, that was where I started at. I was like, all right. Was that all out too? Were you like, uh, so no, that wasn't all out, but I was like, how fast can I run and be comfortable? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it was six. So then I was like, all right, so I'm not too far off. Just a minute. It's a long time. (laughs) Just a minute. We're good. Yeah. We got this. (laughs) Um, so then I started doing, um, some base training February, March, and then probably got really serious right around April time. Okay. Okay. Probably mid-March, April, when I really started tracking my workouts, writing them down, really being super serious. Yeah. And I went and did an all-out mile just to kind of get a baseline. Yeah. Um, I think that was right around mid to end of March. And I was uh, right again around 540. Okay. Um, 541 is what I ran. So I was like, all right, this is where I'm starting at. Okay. So then. Yeah. I had a good amount of time to drop. Yeah, that's a lot. So um, not to give a spoiler, but I think we've been alluding to it a little bit. So it was in May when you went to try to break five, right? Was it in May? I think it was end of May. Yeah, end of May. May. Yeah. End of May. Okay. Okay. So really, realistically, so you had like two months. End of June. End of June. It was end of June? up now, yeah. Oh, okay. So three months. For some reason, I was thinking May. So three months, did you write your plan or you, did you make up the workouts or do you have someone else? Write I did. No, I wrote them. I did some, I did some research, saw what some other people had done. Yeah. Um, but I also kind of knew that I was going to be a little bit different. Um, Cause if a lot of the workout plans that you see are geared more towards distance runners. Distance. Yeah. 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 So it's all about like building a lot of distance in and then, you know, adding in speed. Yeah. I already had the speed. I just <laughs> yep. needed to be able to sustain that speed for a little bit longer. Right. Um, so I did it a little bit different where I was just trying to add a little bit of distance onto it. Um, so my workouts were a lot shorter. I mean, the most mileage I did in a week was around 25. Okay. And that was running um, six days. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I was running six days, two long distance days. It's two over distance days. Uh, the most I ever did was five miles on those. Okay. Um, those I would, like how, yeah. yeah. So you, know, you don't even have a long run. Like, you know, you're not, yeah. Even doing like I mean, a that was mile. a long run to me. I don't know. Not that you really need a super long run for the yeah, mile anyways. You yeah. Really you don't. don't. If, if, you're, if you're coming from an area of speed, you really don't. Yeah. Um, if you're trying to, if you're coming from an area of distance um, and you're trying to, get, you know, drop that speed down, you probably are going to have to do a little bit more distance and longer runs just yeah. to get you know, the cardiovascular fitness for that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you have the benefit of like, how much speed you had. Right. Exactly. So uh, yeah, exactly. So (laughs) right. Yeah. So it wasn't like I had to go super fast. I actually had, you know, I was slowing down a little bit. It was just maintaining that um, and getting used to hitting a consistent pace. Yeah. All I knew was 
as fast all out and a little bit slower than that, which is nowhere near what the mile was. It's, it was like significantly slower than that, but the same thing every time. Yes. Um, so I had bad habit of, Oh, I'll just run the first three laps kind of slow. And then the last one I can just sprint it because I'm so fast. <laughs> I, I'll be able to make up, you know, yeah. 10, 15 seconds. That yeah. doesn't work in the mile. <laughs> You're Could dead not do that. that. Yeah. I tried yeah. that a couple of times. That was a terrible strategy. And then I yeah. realized I just need to be consistent, get out good and be consistent and just hit the pace every time. Yeah. Um, so then a lot of my workouts were, I did a ton of repeat 400s, just hitting 75 seconds, 75 seconds every time. A lot of that. Yeah. And then a lot of tempo runs. Okay. Just maintain, yeah, maintaining that tempo. Um, and then a lot of interval runs as well. Okay. So I was doing different intervals. So it was two, two of those, you know, over distance days that were yeah. kind of, I based it on my heart rate. Okay. Um, so I wanted one of the days I wanted to keep my heart rate, you know, under 156. Yeah. Um, as fast as I could under 156. And then the other day was, you know, running a sub eight pace for the mile, which is not, again, not super fast. Right. Um, but those were kind of my recovery days. And then I would yep. do, you know, strength, a little bit of strength training with those days. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, strength and core. And then one day a week I'd hit a tempo. Um, so, you know, keeping a fast, uncomfortable pace for two, three miles. Um, and then I'd have my interval day in there. So some days it'd be repeat 400, some days repeat two, some days I'd stagger it and I'd do like a four, eight, uh, thousand, thousand, eight, four workout. So just to get, you know, used to the different distances. Um, and then I do some, you know, easy variable intervals, like okay. one, two, three, four, three, two, one, which ends up being a mile. Yep. Um, so yep. <laughs> it works out well to do those. Yeah. Um, so it was really, and then I do hills occasionally as well, but the, the goal of it was to get me good at running just a mile. Okay. Like yep. I couldn't, yep. my, my 5k PR, I ran a sub five, oh, I'm, I'm spoiling it, but I ran a sub five mile, um, <laughs> but my 5k PR was still, um, it was, uh, like right around under 20, just under 22 minutes. Okay. Okay. So it's like, yeah, wow, yeah. this kid can <laughs> run a mile really fast, but I couldn't do anything more than a mile. So I really worked to just get good at running a mile. That's like awesome. that was the limit. I was, yeah. I, I did the most, you know, when I did repeat fours, I do up to, um, seven of them. But that was just because like that would carry over without the rest to just a mile. So I was yeah. like really just a mile was singular focus. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you did you like come across anyone that had done this or like as you were like putting your plan together? Like, or were you just kind of using science and knowing where you're at and, and knowing what people do for miles? But or did you come across any like blogs or I don't know anything like someone a sprinter had trained for a mile? <laughs> yeah, so I didn't I did I looked up a ton of blogs and a lot of like mile training and stuff. Um, and it was like, how to, you know, do a mile if you're, you know, want to maintain your speed. And I pulled some things from those workouts, but I found a lot of them. People were like, oh, I actually wasn't successful with this. I was like, yeah, <laughs> you're doing a little bit too much speed that you see. Yeah, you have to add a little bit of distance, some endurance yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um, so uh, there definitely were some, you know, I looked at, looked at a ton of different blogs and, you know, different posts, different workouts people had done. And I pulled little things from everywhere. But there was never just this, like, this is how you do it. Because I think everyone's individual anyway. And I no, kind of knew sure. what I needed. I knew I was going to be fine through the half mile every time. Right, right. Every time There's I no, ran it, yeah. I was under 2.30 every single time. Through the half. Yeah. That was never going to be the issue. It was going to be that third, that third of, you know, quarter mile. Could <laughs> I maintain the yes. pace? Because I knew yes. I could finish. I knew I could right. finish. 
Like right. if I knew all I needed to run is a 75 and I'll do it, I knew yeah. I was going to be there. Even a 70, you probably yeah. pull off. Like, exactly. Like, I, I, like, I can, I do can this. make up, exactly. I can make up a few seconds there. Yep. But that third, that third one is, was brutal. Every time yeah. I, I would, you know, I'd drop like a 90 second. Oh, that no. third one. And I just, that's it. You can't, you can't come you back. You can't from recover that. from that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Um, okay. I'm excited to hear about like your, your, your trials on doing this and everything, but yeah. let's go into the training a little bit more yeah. first. So temple runs, did, had you done a lot of temple runs before, or is that something that was new? Too? So that was new. Most of the, I'd pretty much just done short intervals, my entire mm-hmm. career. short intervals, or I'd go for like a long, you know, like a long run. Yeah. You know, three, five miles, similar to what I did, you know, just keeping a consistent pace, um, trying to, you know, keep that heart rate low, recover, you know, build a little bit of uh, cardiovascular endurance with that. Yeah. I've yeah. never done tempo runs and they're the worst. So that was, yeah. So that, so that was completely new. What, so what was your experience? I guess, what was your experience? Like being a sprinter? Like, how did you like, I mean, granted it wasn't like normal per se, maybe, but how do you like being more on the distance side? Not that it's even fully on the distance side. But yeah. What was your experience? Yeah, I would like say it, it's a long time to run. <laughs> so, uh, coming from that, it was a, it's a long time. A mile is a lot farther than you think. Two <laughs> miles are a lot farther than you think. Yeah. Um, so when I was doing like, you know, like a two, three mile tempo run, I'd be like, I'm running so fast. Like, why am I not done yet? Like I'm, I'm I feel like I'm moving so fast. Right. I, I'm, it's like hard to breathe. And I'm, why am I just at a mile and a half? I'm only halfway there. Right. Right. Um, so it was just definitely a shift of like, like even on like a long day, I'm going five miles, five miles is a long time. Like I'd never run for yeah. 40 minutes, you know, 40 minutes straight is a long time. I'd done 40 minute workouts where, you know, right. you sprint all out, you know, you get eight minutes rest and then you do it again. Yep. 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 But like, it's just like con- continuous running. So it, it takes a lot more focus than I thought. Yeah. Just to like, especially <laughs> if you're trying to like stay on a certain pace or stay on a certain time, like it's a lot more involved than just, oh, I'm just going to go out for a run. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done any distance run since or no? <laughs> like, uh, no, nothing. Just, just casual going out, having fun, just relaxing, running. No, okay. no tempo runs, nothing, no tempo runs. nothing, nothing paced. Just yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, okay. So you had two like five mile runs, both, you know, longer distance runs a week. You did a tempo and then do you do two, two interval runs on two? Yep. yep. Two interval yep. runs, one tempo, two distance. What was a six day then? Cause you said six days, one shorter run or something of a distance run. Yeah. So two intervals, two tempos. Oh, two tempos. Oh, sorry. No one tempo, two intervals. Oh, and then one day was at like race pace work. Okay. Okay. Um, so these were old workouts I pulled from high school. Okay. Um, (laughs) that it was this for me, the only reason I added these in and they were, they were the worst workouts in high school, but they built like mental toughness Okay, is no. I just needed to be able to like, believe that I could say, stay in a pace. Yeah. So what I would do is run an 800 at um, race pace. Then I do some, some jumps. We had like the stadium stairs. So I do hops on the stadium stairs as my yep. rest. Yeah. And then I'd go run another 800 Okay, and try and hit that same pace. Yeah. Just to like start building my confidence that, you know what, I can do this. You can do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I do my hurdle hops again. And then I'd run a 400 all out okay. just with whatever I'd left in the tank. Okay. I'm um, just to start building that. You know what, if it comes down to, you know, you need to drop that, that 70, you better be ready to drop that 70. Right. So, right. Right. Um, so just building that. Uh, so yeah. those workouts were, were tough. <laughs> 
That's awesome, man. Well, I mean, that was a pretty tough schedule to be doing. I mean, granted, you're not going as long for your distance. I mean, that was a lot of like harder workouts for one. They week. were. Sure. Yeah. So it was a lot Shoot. more intense. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, it wasn't something I could sustain for a long period of time. I knew I needed that if I could hit it hard, I could probably get, you know, probably get to sub five pretty quickly. That was always the goal. So I was like, yeah. all right, let's, let's see. Um, I had, a, and obviously I've had it a big enough training background to where my right. body could withstand that. I was going to say, do you have any like injuries pop up or anything like that? No. Or no, uh, well, I did have one injury. We, we okay. talked about that. It was a okay. freak injury, but, uh, what was your injury? Let's hear it. <laughs> uh, so I, I subluxed my cuboid in my foot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Weirdest thing ever. <laughs> did you have a cuboid whip? Did you get someone? I, to put I did. <laughs> yeah. But I, it was, it was, a in the middle of kind of a lockdown here in Boston. So I had to wait, like, oh, uh, we weren't like going into our center or anything. So I had to wait like right. two weeks. So I was like oh. two weeks of just kind of running in pain, oh. um, but also like easing off my workouts. But as soon as, yeah, yeah as soon as I got that, it was fine. It yeah. Was right back. It was fine. Okay. Yeah. That would, that'd be interesting to hear. Cause I mean, we hear about it and we learn that, right. Like you learn the cuboid whip, at least yeah. that's how I learned it. Um, but to actually to see it and then. Yeah, I know. Weirdest thing to happen. And never thought it was like, what? I, cause I, when it first happened, I was like, why does it, it just feels like my foot needs to crack. Like it felt yeah. like it was off Yeah. and it like wasn't getting better. And I was like, it's not my plantar fascia, but yeah, it feels like the bottom of my foot just like hurts when I run. Right. Right. And yeah. So I was, looked up, I honestly just Googled it and I was like, what could this possibly be? Um, and I, like, I had all the symptoms of like a sublux cuboid. And I was like, I, I guess it is that. You're I like, tried no. to do it myself. You, you, you can't do you it. You couldn't get it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Dang it. <laughs> what, that was just from running. It wasn't like one time or anything just after a workout one day. Yeah. I just rolled my, rolled my ankle while I was running. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You rolled it and then that kind of happened. It just happened. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how. Re- yeah. Really freak. But <laughs> you got better. Happened. You finally went. Yeah. I was fine as soon as it went and yeah, yeah. no issues. Yeah. So you're doing the majority of your training, really. I mean, I guess what better time to do it, but during lockdown then, like this was your, this was your lockdown experience, basically. (laughs) This is it. This is exactly what I was doing. (laughs) Gave you something to look forward to, I'd say. Shoot. Yeah. No, it um, it made me have something to do every day. Right. Right. Gave you something to do. So cool that you had that goal. So how many attempts at, like, did you start like trying for the mile at a certain time or did it, did you have one day planned and you're like, if I hit it this day, I hit it. If I don't, I don't like, what what did that look like as far as. (laughs) I knew I wasn't going to hit my, the first time I tried. Okay. Um, so I had planned, um, about 10 weeks of training initially. And I was like, let me try. I'll should be really close. Yeah. I'm um, just based on my paces and everything. Um, I was hitting my, I was doing my repeat fours and I was um, being really consistent. I was projecting probably around um, 520 ish. Okay. I was getting close and I'm, again, I'm, I'm just building up. I, I wasn't peaking by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Um, so I had planned to do a time trial then. So I did do that. I did do a time trial. So I didn't, that was my first try probably after, uh, eight, eight to 10 weeks of training was my first try. Mm-hmm. And I was on pace through, um, a thousand meters. I was, um, majority of the way there. I was well, actually well under pace, um, which was probably the bigger problem. I was two eighteen <laughs> through the half. Oh, okay. Which okay. is yeah, way, yeah, yeah. way too fast. I was a little too excited. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He came up through pretty fast. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm 12 <laughs> seconds under pace on that. So, yeah. um, I didn't have the endurance at that time to sustain that to by keep, any stretch. Yeah. So yeah. through the thousand, I was still on pace. And then I just kind of died pretty <laughs> bad. Like, okay. Died pretty bad. And then I think I came through just under 540, 
but it was like, a, it was an encouraging that. Cause I was like, I was on pace through this. It was just, I ran it really, really? wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. I, and I was like, if I just clean that up a little bit yeah, um, and build a little bit more endurance into it, I'll be fine. So then I, um, I added just a little bit more, uh, onto my over distance days. Um, so I was doing between three and four miles and I, I bumped it up to five miles. Um, and then really focused on keeping that heart rate low just to build a little bit more cardiovascular. Yeah. And then I did four weeks of that. And okay. then I was like, after that, we're going to try it again. And I feel like I'm going to be on. Okay. Um, so that's when I had start starting for those four weeks. That's when I started really hitting that pace, that race pace work hard. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Those, those 800s up to a 1200, <laughs> oh, yeah. just really just to sustain that and to right. know what, all right, this is what pace feels like if you're on pace right. through this distance. Right. This is how much it's going to hurt the second time you have to do that. Like yes. stay on pace, right? Yes, yes. Um, just so like I had a feel for it. So then after those four weeks, I was like, all right, I'll try it again. The weather was good by this time. Yes. <laughs> um, so it was a lot warmer, um, which was nice. That definitely mm-hmm. helped. Um, weather was good. Got some, uh, got some Nike like racing flats. Uh, so that, that helped too. All right. I was like, yeah. Do you didn't have spikes then you just use racing flats? No, I just use the racing flats. Okay. Okay. It's a, the, basically the same thing without the, uh, without, without the spikes. The spikes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, I was like, all right, I'm going to go for it and just made sure I got out good. Felt good through the first half. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I had points where I was going to check my watch. Um, cause if I just checked it, you know, the whole time I, I knew I just, you know, you, paid much, too much attention. I yeah, get in my head and be like, Oh no, I'm, I'm too fast or I'm too slow. And then I get worried and then it's over at that point. Um, so I checked at the, at the half and I was at like 228. I was like, perfect. I feel really good. And then I knew that third lap was the key. Just get through that. And I was like, I feel good. Let's attack this a little bit. Um, so I attacked that third lap, um, pretty hard, just kind of let my body go. And then I knew coming through at the, um, after the third lap, I was, um, right around like 340. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. which is under pace. So I'm I'm right on. I'm right where I want to be. Yes. I was like this is it. I got it. I just yes. like I was smiling. I was like I can just I can close now. <laughs> yeah. Um so then I yeah, closed, finished finished it out. Um I'd never had to breathe so like so much work to breathe in my life. Like even running a 400, I never worked that hard to breathe. Like I just right. feel, felt like I couldn't get enough air. Like my yeah. legs felt good. <laughs> But I just couldn't get enough air. I was like, right. I was just gasping for breath. Yeah. Um, but just finishing through that uh, that last uh, that last quarter there and in the watch, and I was like, I, I was like, I knew I did it. But yeah, you didn't. You didn't even look that last lap. Yeah. You're like, I know I'll get this. I have. Yeah, exactly. I, I was like, I just got to finish. 70, yeah, exactly. Eighty or something. Yeah, you had to yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so it was good. Yeah. And what did you hit? Up. What was your final time? Was it like four fifty five then or four four forty nine? Yeah. Okay. Well. So you like, yeah. yeah, you didn't just break it too. You yeah. went like, you went way <laughs> I was under. Pretty decent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, um, what was I going to say? Did you, um, so you went from like, oh, well, you said 541 to, to, to four, 449. Yeah. 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 Um, in like how many months was that? It was probably three, four months. Yeah. Okay. In three, four months. And then you really only tried it one other time, like a month out then, right? You tried uh, it the month in- out Yeah. Then. The initial try, which kind of gave me my baseline. And yeah. then um, probably two months in, 10 weeks into my training, tried it again. Okay. Um, was on pace through a thousand and then just, yep. just died. Then it, 
didn't know what I was doing. And then the last um, time, right? Was and then the it? last time, yeah. Another okay, four cool. Weeks so, again. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. I I didn't want to run the mile too many times because I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to get to a point where I just like get in my head too much and be like, yeah. all right, at this point, you know, I should be doing this. I didn't want to get into my head too much. So I just built it into my workouts yeah. to give me the confidence. That's why I was doing the, you know, those 800 repeats, those 400s. Cause I'm like, all right, I, I just ran a mile under five minutes. Just, right. I just had a little break in between. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So it just gave me the confidence that I needed to, to right. close that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. What, um, did, did it ever cross your mind? Like, Hey, maybe I should try to go for like four 30 or you're like, Nope, I'm good. I <laughs> That's so funny. My, uh, one of my track, my old track coach and a couple of my team entries out to me and they're like, Oh, that that's amazing. And like, you should now try to like actually do really well at it. And I was like, Nope. Under four. Wait, maybe <laughs> yeah. under, under four. That's the next goal now. Yeah, right? right. I mean, if you went uh, that fast, that I couldn't that even quickly. imagine that. Couldn't even <laughs> imagine that. Um, so yeah, people were like, reached out to me and they're like, yo, you should try to go, you know, even faster. And I was like, Nope. my uh my old track coach he was like uh yeah so the goal should be every year on your birthday now that you just you know you run sub five until you can't anymore and I was like yeah I don't know about that that's actually a good idea maybe I'll try it but (laughs) that would require a lot of work right exactly training yeah I was like you don't understand I was singularly focused on just running a mile (laughs) yeah five minutes that's all I could do I was that's it I was one mile under five one goal so like (laughs) since that time have you done like any other specific training or was it just like, are you like all in for a goal? And then now it's just like leisurely workout. Or- that's exactly, that's exactly it. I was all in. I was like, this is my goal for this year. Hit it. It was, it was a lot of work. It yeah. was, I, I couldn't breathe for five minutes while I was finishing that. And then that was it. I was yep. like, I got goal accomplished. We'll come up with Good. something different next year. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. So did you have like anyone come out to the track? Like you have friends or family or anyone come out when you're doing um, I had my wife a couple of times. Um, she watched me. Was she there for your breaking five <laughs> she moment? Was not there. No, oh, I, didn't want no. I just needed, I just needed to, you know, do it myself. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you know, I, that's what I was going to say. Did you have a cheering section? Like for your, <laughs> no, just, no is that, that's what you wanted. You just wanted it to be all like, for I just yourself, needed, then. yeah, exactly. I just needed to be in my own head and, and, and do it myself and, and get through it. Well, Hey, well, I guess that's even like, I did one time trial during the pandemic by myself and it was I mean it was kind of like a cool experience like it was yeah I don't know it was just to be going all out by myself but generally I would want someone else there or have your tr- who is going to be your training partner did he ever break five or what happened with him yeah no he never did it what it was a uh, I know right? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> did he go on to train then too or he was just going to be your training partner kind of feel and uh so he did some yeah he did some training as well but uh he, I don't think he ended up he never ended up racing it. He'll say that I never raced him, but he never raced me. That's yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, shoot. Well, I mean, congrats. I cannot imagine like training, like it's so cool. Like that you just kind of like made your plan to like, based off of like knowing what you could do, knowing what you needed and like just the different aspects you brought into in the sense of, okay, meant like the workouts you had that you knew were like more for the mental side of things. And I just feel like it's so cool that you did it during the pandemic time because i'm i don't know like i mean we know, all know what that time was like or is still like whatever yeah. i don't even know this time warp we're in but <laughs> to have that during that time to be working towards it'd be super cool yeah no um, it was super great i was like it was a nice relief of you know what else are you gonna do running was like <laughs> really like 
that was that was the perfect uh, perfect thing to pick up at that, at that time so yeah i was able to focus a lot more time and energy into it too as well so right i mean maybe you wouldn't have broke five if you were like yeah, the I, I i know i don't time. i don't think so i don't think so <laughs> were you it working was, from home during that time or i was, was yeah like? I was, okay i was doing some working from home but um, okay i had a lot more time uh in my schedule a lot, i was able to focus a lot more on you know my recovery um, my yeah. diet, you know, locked yeah. all that into, right. There's obviously all those right. other pieces that always go into it. Right. Um, so I was able to like, key in on those. Yep. Yep. No, I mean, that's a huge part of it. So that's awesome. So we've kind of touched on, you probably won't do it again, right? You're not I don't thinking. think so. You're I don't good. think so. We'll see. We'll see what's next. <laughs> <laughs> Any goals in back of your mind for next year? Any like, uh, I kind of want to run a 5k a little bit quicker. I was a little okay, disappointed okay. running 5k, you know, I'm, I'm hitting like 20, just <laughs> under 22 and I'm, I'm running a sub five mile. <laughs> that's awesome. It's though. kind of embarrassing when you're talking to like a distance runner and they're like, what? <laughs> Like, are you like that really doesn't add up at all. Yeah, but, they're okay. like, I don't believe you. And I was like, I I mean, I can run sub five. I promise you that. I, I really can't run, you know, a lot faster on a 5K. I don't know. What right, is. right. Did you go um, try to test your 5K then after that or something? Is I that did. How you know? yeah, that's okay. exactly what I did. I was like, all right, let's just see how fast you run a 5K. It yeah. wasn't that fast. Yeah, but you haven't done it in a race then probably. I No, that was the goal. I was like, well, the whole goal was to run it for us to race in an actual race. Yeah. Um, to do a mile race. Cause they have a couple in Boston. Um, so that was yeah. the whole goal originally is me, yeah. and, me and Sean, we're going to race an actual race okay. yeah. and breaks five in that race, which would have yeah. been so much easier because you have someone to actually like compete against. Right. But, uh, that, those were canceled long ago. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I would do want to do a 5k race. So that maybe next year, hopefully we'll have some races on that. Once races come back. Yeah, exactly. Whenever that, whenever maybe there's some more races in Texas. I feel like Texas will be a little more lax for you than in Boston. Don't you think? I mean, we're pretty, it's kind of lax down here in Florida compared to other places I know. So yeah, no, it'll definitely be. Well, you'll have to let us know what your goal is for 2021. I mean, that's coming up quick. Shoot, I know it is. I know. I know. How is that coming up already? Oh my goodness. What would you say to anyone? Like if someone's listening is like, man, I've always thought about breaking five. Maybe I should do this. Like any advice. I mean, I think you gave a great advice throughout. I think there's a lot of tips in there. But anything else you haven't hit on that you would, you know, tell them? I would say, I think it's one of those goals that you definitely can do. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those, like not everyone can break sub four. That's just it's yeah, not realistic, it's not right? Realistic. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yes. I think everyone with the right training and mindset can do sub five. It may yeah. take a lot longer. It probably would take a lot longer. I did it super quick, but I also right. had the luxury of having, you know, the background and, and some of the training right. um, before that. But I think it's, I think it's a great goal. I think anyone can do it, but I think it's the, the key is just knowing yourself and knowing what kind of specific training that you're going to need. Yeah. Um, and that's where, you know, working with a coach or I had the luxury of, you know, having that background, having some coaching experience, kind of knowing exactly what I needed. But a lot of people, obviously, you're not going to know, you know, what do I really need? Do I have the speed? Do I need the endurance? Do I have the endurance? Yes. Do I need the speed, right? Yes. Um, and if you if you know what you need, then like programming it exactly. So that was that was luxury because I knew exactly what I wanted. So I was able to be super specific with my training. Right. <laughs> like I said, I could run a mile under five and that's it. I can yep. do anything else. But that was the goal. So being super specific with your training. So if that is, you know, a goal and I think anyone can do it, just being super specific and realizing, you know, there's going to be different timelines. Some people are going to be able to do it in, you know, three, four months. Some people it's going to take, you know, over a year, yeah. but it's something that 
definitely can do. Super fun to do too. Cause it's yeah. just one of those cool things to say like, yeah, I ran a right. Five mile. I know. Like it's, oh, you, only, you, you only have to do it once and then you can say it. And then you can say, yeah, I ran <laughs> under, oh man, under five miles. Shoot, man. It's, a, it's an ego thing a little bit, right? No. Yeah, that's really what it comes <laughs> down to. <laughs> I think I've kind of shared this maybe my first episode, just in the sense of like, um, you know, part of me going after, you know, breaking five was like, well, no, it's more of just knowing that my body was capable more, but just like anytime someone asks your mile time and you're like, oh, like, you know, because technically my fastest time as a mile, not 1500 is like 516. And I always felt like, oh man, I'm so, I was so faster than that. I know I could have run faster, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's like, yeah. Anyways, any advice for me, since you are a PT and you've gone under five, sitting here right now, like I can't even crutch 400 meters. I, right. I think I was thinking about this. I was like, I think I could crutch 400 meters in under five minutes. We could probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to go from rehabbing my plantar fascia to um, breaking five. <laughs> Any advice yeah, there? Yeah, I know it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long journey, a long road. Um, <laughs> but I think it's just taking the small wins, um, yeah. focusing on the small goals. Um, first, you know, getting back to walking, walking. and then getting back to running, right? <laughs> yep, yep. And then you know, getting back to you know breaking it up, making it small goals, but having the long term outlook. Yeah, well. yeah. Uh, the, you know, this is the ultimate goal, but you know, if I hit this and then I hit this and then I hit this, yep. all right, then I know I'm going to get there. Yep. Yep. No, I think that's good. That that's helpful. I think for honestly right now, like if people ask me if they're just like, Oh, you missing running? Like, no, I'm like, literally all I'm missing is walking. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, exactly. I just, like, it sounds so basic level, but I'm like, I just got to get back to walking first. So I think I'm going to rec- I'll, I'll record a separate episode. I think fully um my experience here <laughs> have you oh i should ask you while you're on have you ever treated anyone with a plantar fascia tear before i have but you not have. that had okay. the uh you had the injection right i yeah i went and had yeah the prp plus uh okay. fat injection not like a cortisone or anything yeah obviously yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that's the typical route that they right do. um i have but it was in it was in someone who was more elderly um, okay really okay. looking to get back to running the sub five miles. So <laughs> a little bit different. It always depends on what the goal is. <laughs> I will be a hundred percent honest. Like I'm not, and maybe it is just makes it easier mentally like right now where my mindset is like, I'm not even, I don't really, and maybe this is bad to say and sounds whatever, but I don't even have like the five, breaking five on like, not that it's not on my goal list, but like, it's just, I'm not even thinking there right now. I right, just want exactly. to get, it's so I far get, away. Right. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't make sense to even be like, yeah, like I'm just, I want to get back to walking and then I want to get back to running. And those are my main goals right now. And then I'll see where I'm at mentally after that. If yeah. you know, I want to go after a goal like that again, which is anyways, well, I just figured it asks. I know it's not very common that, you know, you see people that tear their plantar fascia, but yeah, um, it's not the most common thing. It's not the most common injury. So you are subluxing your cuboid. Yeah. <laughs> either is that, <laughs> but we've experienced it. So, Hey, um, trying to think anything else on um on the the breaking five moment because i know that was the i know we went into some other things just because i got <laughs> intrigued by like the hurdles and all that kind of stuff but um anything else on the the breaking five moment that you'd want to share that i might have missed no I, I think we kind of touched on everything um just like you know the the training and it's a it's a great feeling when you do it <laughs> it's, a, it's it's really good uh to have you know set a goal and to be able yeah. to accomplish it and it felt good to kind of, you know, be competitive a little bit again, even if I was yeah. you know, being competitive with myself. Yep. Uh, it's yeah. been a while since I'd gotten out on the track and really just kind of like, all right, I'm going to run, I'm going to run fast. Like I'm going to, I'm going to do yeah. this. So it, it felt good. 
yeah uh, to you know kind of get back out there yeah do you feel like do you feel like when you have like competitive goals for yourself like do other parts of your life become better too or not necessarily as far as like I always feel like I mean I'm finding different ways now because I have to but like when I have a goal running wise on the table I'm also a little more focused on everything else in my life too I don't know yeah I, I agree with that and I would say also it just was like it was really cool to be able to talk to like um, clients and stuff and be like, Oh, this is your goal. Like, this is my goal. Like I'm trying to do yeah. this. And you kind of like yeah. share that experience. They're like, wow, like you're doing this. Like, how's your training? <laughs> I was like, my training's terrible. How's yours? They're like, Oh, it's like, it's going, it's hard too. It's like, awesome. Yeah. Like we can, sh- you could kind of commiserate and share that together. Right. Um, so it just kind of gives you a little bit of credibility too. I kind of found that yeah. as like a clinician. They're like, Oh wow. Like you're, you're working, you know, doing this and, you know, working hard and you're telling me to do the same thing. And I was like, and I, I can see that you're doing it. So I have no excuse as why I can't do it. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so it kind of gives that, you know, that credibility and everything. Yeah, no, I like that, that for just working with your patients too. Like we have, you have your goal too, and we can relate it to their rehab and, and all of that. No, I love that. Anything else, anything else? I had a question. I really did, but I can't think of it, man. Dang it. Clearly not important. Um, Oh, I know what it was. I remembered now. How did you celebrate? Did you celebrate in any way or was it just like, cool, I did it. And then went on with life. Yeah. So that was a thing. Like I like, like, yeah, like a little personal celebration of one there. Um, Yeah. It was great. Um, Pulled a bunch of people, but there wasn't, uh, there wasn't much to like, there's nothing to do. Like we were stuck at home. Um, there wasn't much celebration. There was, you know what? I did it, went for a long run the next day. And then, and then I was like, stop running. I don't have to do Yeah. I was like, I don't have to train six days a week anymore. Let's, you know, let's taper that back. Let's, let's just, uh, relax. I, I probably got pizza that night. Okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. Okay. Definitely, I definitely, you know, went, went crazy with food. Cause that was about the only thing to do. <laughs> Guys might, like have had, might have had a beer too and then i was say do you have <laughs> exactly a little a little so like i guess a little celebration of one there and then yes <laughs> no it's awesome so celebration for the during the pandemic time oh man yep. oh cool well and and what have you done with all your time since <laughs> now that you have all this time not training or are you still doing other things probably um yeah um just uh i got back into reading books okay a big i love to read books so uh you know, started reading some more books. Um, I still train, so I'll still run and stuff. I'm just not as intense. Okay. Uh, but then okay. obviously um, our centers had opened back up. So work, work got busy again. Um, yeah. Okay. So I had less, less time there. So yeah. it, was, it was honestly just a perfect storm of working from home, having some extra time. Right. I was going to say, like, it would be curious to know, like, what if it been that easy if you were working full? Because I I mean, that's a lot when you're working full time. Right. And exactly. And like, like hardcore training, that's like one thing, like I've noticed, like when I have these goals it's just like oh, this takes yeah it's hard and like mentally too because that almost becomes your only thing you can do in life like train right, exactly. go to work come home have, like, uh, you know and I, that was all i was focused on like i said it was like the training i got kind of had a time where i was able to focus a lot more on that because um work just kind of slowed down it was different working from home yeah the time so it was honestly a little best case scenario yeah no that's awesome and you said you did do strength training for our listeners just you know i, I did know, do strength training yes yes, yes. Strength yeah. train like twice a week at least or uh, twice a week, typically week. on my, on my cool. longer run days um, cool. at, at a minimum. Um, yeah. I add in some core work on other days as well. But yeah, I use mostly mostly resistance bands for that. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Because shoot, because did you not have even did you not have weights at home? Or? I didn't have weights at home and the gym closed, but I was doing a ton of weight strength training prior to 
like okay. for the six months leading up to it, it wasn't like I just went from my couch to I'm going to run on five. I was still strength training. <laughs> I was yeah. doing, you know, you know, I'd go out for runs just, just for fun. Yeah. Uh, but I'd, I'd been really strict with my strength training before that. So I was okay. like three, okay. three, four times a week to the gym, um, lifting weights. Okay. So I was, I was strong, um, going, yeah, in. going into it and probably yeah. like just maintaining slash maybe preventing the least amount of exactly. loss That's of exactly strength with the band, but Hey, exactly. you still broke five. And like, I just feel like the shorter the, uh, I think strength training is important for any distance, but the shorter it gets like, you definitely because should have, important. yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You definitely should have strength. It becomes training a little bit more important. Yeah. 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 So awesome. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. That was super entertaining and super like cool to hear. I was, I know I was excited to hear it because also like your time of where you started out was honestly where I started out. I think my first race back in like, when did I write? Oh my gosh. I can't even think now. I guess it would have been like January. It was like, you know, 542. Did I run maybe 540? I think 542. And then, so it kind of started there. Obviously yeah, didn't yeah. end where you were, um, but <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Not anytime soon. <laughs> we'll just try to get back to breaking six first. Oh, actually being able to run an eight minute mile would be great right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but thank you for sharing that. That was really awesome. Um, anywhere. And I know you're moving, you're just, you know, uh, he, you, you know, as I shared at the beginning, you know, he's a, a physical therapist and running coach. Um, but where could our listeners find you at if they want to get in touch with you at, um, is your Instagram the best place? Yeah, absolutely. My Instagram at body by sticks is my Instagram sticks being my physical build. Like I said, I'm <laughs> six, four and like one sixty, So I, I look like a tree. Um, but you wanted to be tree. a football player. Exactly. I, mean, I, I wanted to be a football player. Just didn't work out. The genetics weren't there. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> um, so that, that's where you can find me. Uh, that's the easiest way to get in contact with me. No, that's awesome. So yeah, if you're, uh, um, if you're a PT at all, and just like any part of that story was interesting, someone looking to break five, someone that's going to be living in, do you know where you're going Texas? You don't have to even remember. Uh, yeah. Houston there. area. Houston. Okay. Area. If you're in the Houston area, Oh, I could connect you with, um, someone who works with runners there, but, um, anyone in the, the Houston area potentially be there. So if you are a PT or runner there wanting to get in contact with them, that is where you can find them. Um, other than that, anything else, anything else to promote, to talk about anything, anything else there? <laughs> no, yeah. I think, I think we hit it all. That was perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. That was super fun. Um, I love getting to hear your breaking five moment and, um, you will have to keep us updated with your next goal. <laughs> yeah. 2021. I'll let you guys yes, know. Appreciate it. Thank you it. for having me on here. Yes. Thank you for coming. All right, guys, we will catch you on the next episode of breaking five. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. We hope you are running away with some inspiration, tips, and actionable items that you can put towards your Breaking Five moment. Lastly, if you know anyone else with a Breaking Five moment, that doesn't have to actually mean literally Breaking Five, just a Breaking Five moment in general, in running, in life, or anyone else who has great knowledge and background in helping others reach their Breaking Five moment, I would love for you to put me in contact with them. We would love to have them on the show. So if you could and let them know, if you know of someone else, tell them to reach out to me at my Instagram, and that is at Kristen underscore run your life. Again, that's at Kristen underscore run your life. And could you do me a favor? And if you enjoyed today's episode and can think of anyone else who could benefit from listening to it, could you go ahead and share this out on your social media or share this directly with them? That would mean the world to me, seriously. And make sure if you have not already, 
make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so that you get our weekly updates as we drop the next episodes. Thank you, everyone. We seriously appreciate you tuning in today. We'll see you next time. And until then, go run your life.